people, what's going on? Welcome back to the Arsenio Buck Show. This is your host, of course, as always, Arsenio Man. It's time to go into this book review. There are nine masks that I will be covering, okay? And today's mask, of course, as always, the stoic and the athlete mask. I'm going to kick it off with a quote from the book. Now, of course, I've already been over these two masks in bulk, but the thing is, we're coming up on the conclusion of this book. It's going to be the end of season one, and then we're getting into Napoleon Hill again. Then after that, Tony Robbins, and then after that, Stephen Covey. So, guys, there's a lot There is a lot that's happening, and of course, I will give you a preview because, well, next week I will be going to Hong Kong for the first time in my life. I will be there for three days, so there's going to be a lot of traveling podcasts that are going to be. You know, interconnected with all my personal development podcasts, too, and interviews that will be debuting. So, guys, I will give you a schedule, a set schedule, probably this upcoming Monday, because I'm going to have a lot of time after the conclusion of my course. So, anyways, guys, with that being said, here we go. I want to go, I want to get into the Stoic Mask, of course, with the quote. It said, I do think there is something admirable in that type of mentality that a lot of NFL players have, that a lot of boxing, of course, athletes have. But in being strong, you know, it's kind of like some measure of strength. It does prevent you from falling apart. However, the problem is when that toughness doesn't stop and it grows like cancer until it strangles all the other feelings. Guys, I don't know. And the thing is, if you look at it, if we look at Stoicism, okay, of course, Tim Ferriss did a TED Talk on this a while back. If we look back on all of the things I've talked about throughout this book, if we look at everything in terms of humanity, look at what, look what, I, okay, let's just put it this way. Look back at the 1950s and 1960s. Look at back, the, look at the last century. Who wanted that power? But the thing is, of course, that comes down to alpha and whatnot. But I'm just saying, if you if we pinpoint a lot of these different things that, of course, a lot of people uh, have gone through in their lifetime, I mean, it all comes down to, of course, holding those feelings in. And, of course, as a man, you cannot show any signs of weakness. Because if you do, then you're considered a woman. And if you're considered a woman, you're no longer considered a man. And then you're going to be judged by all the other men. Guys, this, guys, this is called Sto- uh, This is the stoic mask. Okay, and if you actually look at stoicism, if you go online and put it in on Google, what do you see? Honestly, just stop this podcast right now. Go to Google, put stoic in on the Google taskbar and see what comes up. It's going to go all the way back to the ancient Romans. That, and you know what? When it goes back to that, this, is, have, this has been long lingering. And so if we get into everything else, of course... Um, it shows that true. Oh my God! There were two people by the. Yeah, yeah. I needed to get. Yeah, there we go. Robbie Rogers. Okay, this is what I mentioned in on my last podcast in term uh, in terms of stoicism. Robbie Rogers was a major league soccer player. He used to play for the United States men's national team. But then he came out and said that he was gay. And the moment he said he was gay, I never saw Robbie. Ro- I'm sorry, not Robbie Andrews. Robbie Rogers play for the major league soccer league. Anymore. Of course, his friend, Stuart Holden, did. But because he came out and said, you know what? These are my feelings. I have feelings towards men. Guess what? You are no longer considered a man. You are no longer considered part of the team. Welcome to that. Michael Sam, how about that? 
You guys probably don't know it. Let me introduce you to it. This was a man. This was a monster. He was a defensive end for the University of Missouri. This guy had sacks. I think he almost won. I think he did win defensive player of the year, or at least he was in the top five. And you know what? Right before the NFL draft, he came out and he said, I'm gay. And you know what? I can't remember the round that he got drafted in. I don't know if it was the second round, the third round. He was already projected to be top five. But because he came out and said he was gay, boom, just like that. Preseason, he had three sacks better than any other defensive end on that whack-ass Los Angeles Rams. Of course, at that time, St. Louis Rams uh, preseason team. And they cut him. He never played a game or he never played a down in the NFL again. Why? Because men aren't supposed to show that different side. In order for you to be a man, you have to love women. In order for you to be a man, you're going to have to hit hard. In order for you to be a man, you're going to have to stand toe-to-toe with some of the biggest heavy hitters in heavyweight boxing or middleweight boxing or whatever boxing history and exchange blow by blow. This is why I appreciate Mayweather so much. Because Mayweather is not an idiot. He is not going to stand there and get his brain completely bashed in like Tommy Hurds did. You cannot understand a word that that man Tommy Hurns says nowadays. How about Riddick Bowe, Evander Holyfield, Mike Tyson? A lot of these men who actually stood there and took this abuse in the ring, of course I'm referring to boxing, they were never able to speak a clear-sounding sentence again. Welcome to the Stoic Mask. And the only way you can actually get rid of this is by saying, you know what? I'm going to destroy this thing they call Stoic. You know, I'm going to, you know, I'm just going to give you a step-by-step process. What is it? Process. Because you know what? I'm not, I'm not shy in terms of showing emotions. You know what I mean? Like, like if I'm going to cry, I'm going to cry. If, if You know what? This happened probably about two years ago. When I landed in Bali, I remember I went into the most gorgeous hotel room ever. I sat on my bed for 30 minutes, and I was just teary-eyed the entire time, just giving thanks and gratitude for all the things I've ever been through leading up to that point. Now, of course, the last two years have been even more difficult. But you know what? If I were to tell one of my best friends or anyone, you know what? I sat on the bed, and I cried last night. <laughs> You know what, those friends, probably from back in the day, they would call me a fag. Can you believe that? Welcome to America. This is America. And you know what? It's not about that. It's not about what they think. It's not about the 2,000 and 3,000 and 4,000 and 5,000-year-old ancient civilizations. It is not about this. And, of course, I'm putting athlete mask into this podcast right now, too, because I just mentioned it. (sighs) But you know what, man? And here we go. For men who are actually suffering from this, I'm going to give you guys something right now. Step-by-step process. First, step number one, make a list of the five most painful moments of your life. Note what happened, how you felt in each of those moments. Journal about it and go into detail. Okay, example, my dad was my best friend growing up, but he abandoned me when I was six, and it left me devastated. Get your five most, I'm talking, painful moments of your life. My father, he abandoned me right there at the doorstep when I was 11 years old. He came back around 2001, and that was the last time I ever seen him. Yes, I saw him by glance and by here, probably between 2007 and 2009, but that's it. Until, of course, at the beginning of this year, he tried adding me on Facebook. I have nothing, I've got nothing to do with him. But guys, I'm trying to pinpoint all these painful moments because I think there is a part of me and this is probably the, uh, what did it say it's holding me back? Because it's a, a remark, and this probably comes down to like independence and whatnot. But 
It's not holding me back, but I do think there is something that I need to face that's both within my brother and in my father, and I'm going to have to do it at some point. And now, of course, if I face my brother, it's going to be very difficult just because my brother is going to want to fight me. I'm going to have to face him and say, you know what? You've always hated me since I was a child. But look where I am now and look where you are. And it's not, out of, of course, out of ego that I'm saying this, but these are the moments. This is probably the most pinnacle moment. Okay, that moment that happened probably about, what, back in 2014 when I was walking down the street and six women looked at me. And when those six women looked at me, they all got up and they all spread across the street like roaches. And then when I walked past that table, they came back and they sat down. That was one of the most dehumanizing moments I've ever experienced in my life. So it's really, really. Now, the thing is, of course, those are my details. Now, that's a woman one. Now, of course, with men and, you know, with stoicism and whatnot, you're going, it's probably going to involve a lot of masculinity. But that's all right. I want you to journal all those painful moments. Step number two, once you've journaled all those painful moments, read them out loud to yourself. Give yourself permission to feel or to cry about them. When you hear your own words, play soft instrumental music during this process to facilitate that ability to show and reach those emotions. That's right. There's one song that always and still to this day makes me cry, and it's from a Final Fantasy VII. Man, that game was made 21 years ago, and there was one specific song that would make me cry while I was a child. And to this day, if I put that on in the background and I look at some of these most painful moments, I will cry right there. I'll turn off that music, and God damn it, I am a black knight. Unstoppable. But honestly, be able to facilitate those emotions. Don't do it around anyone. Do it in the comfortability of your bedroom. Step number three, I want you to share it. When you've accepted that truth of the pain, you know, that, all that pain, all those emotions... Tell a friend, a partner, a family member, it's time to remove that mask. Become a big believer, okay, in terms of, you know, anyone who has experienced trauma in their past and whatnot, all this, that trauma, of course, is going to end up growing and growing and growing until you actually let those feelings loose. Remember, I wrote that, of course, in the blog. You could read it in the blog, that there was a man that never talked about his emotions because you know what? If he would have talked about his emotions and all the things that he saw when he was at war, and of course this was a substitute teacher back in 1999 who told us this story about her brother. He ended up dying of a heart attack at a very young age. Why? He kept all that in. Why? Stoic mask. Step number four. Hey, if you got to hire a coach, hire a coach. Therapist. Someone who's a specialist. Once you share that pain, you need to find someone who has experience with helping people to understand their emotions and get comfortable with them. A lot of people will probably be opposed to this, and that's completely fine because, of course, Gary Vee says, oh, you don't need a mentor, you, need to, you don't need to pay money. Well, the thing is, yes, you kind of do. And so when it comes down to, of course, the athlete mask, and this relates to those athletes out there who are probably going to listen in and whatnot, if you got to look at this, look at your health, your mental, your physical, emotional. Look at the things that you could probably reach out to if you could rip that athlete mask off. I'm talking about the relationships, how intimate you can become because, of course, an athlete never supposed to be intimate. Family, friends, wealth, finances, career, education. If you look at all the broke down suspects, remember Gilbert Arenas and his teammate, Javaris Critton, back in 2015, they got in an argument over a bet 
and they both pull guns on each other. And of course, Tavares is now serving a prison sentence. Can you believe that? Had all the money in the world and all of that was thrown away. Mike Tyson, how many times has he, of course, gone into debt? We could go down the line. I think it was Johnny Depp or Orlando Broom, one of those. I think it was Johnny Depp. I can't remember. But these guys have suffered heavy losses. Now, of course, this is a little bit outside the athlete mass, but you guys are understanding the point. Floyd Mayweather, of course. Oh, if we look at Antoine Walker. Let's talk about Antoine Walker. You guys don't know him here. Let me introduce you to him. He is amassed over probably $50 million. But because he has such a big entourage and could not manage money, he lost all of that. Bankrupt. Boom. Gone. What could you learn from it? These are a couple of things that you're going to have to go over in order to attain that freedom from these masks that are ripping apart. These two masks that are ripping apart humanity and men in general. Contribution. What service do you want to provide? The spirituality. What are your spiritual beliefs? If you could tap into this, it's going to open you up. So, guys, there is. So, of course, you can read this blog at the Arsenio Buck Show. Uh, dot com. And of course, there are some a list of things that you could actually go over in terms of getting over this. But this is the beginning. Now, if you're suffering from this mask, here it is. Now, if you're not suffering from this mask, I got two others coming up real soon. Now, of course, the, uh, the only mask that I kind of object to is, of course, the comedy or the Joker mask, because they, of course, pinpoint Robin Williams. Oh, you know what? He was such a funny guy, funny guy, funny guy, killed himself. Well, no, 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 no. Let's talk about the word depression first. Let's not just blame all comedians. Oh, they're all hiding something. It's ridiculous. But anyways, guys, I just want to go over little by little because I think this book, so many people, of course, back in my native country in America, they're suffering from this material mask. Thailand, it's got a stranglehold on the majority of Thai people out here. They are willing to, to spread disease, literally, to get themselves some money. They are literally robbing each other of all money just to get a little bit more money. So, again, we're going to get over, we're going to go over th- two more masks tomorrow, masks three and four. Wait for that podcast as usual. And this is your host, Arsenio, as always, over and out.